You're listening to the Living Adventures Podcast, a lifestyle podcast hosted by Ashley Milkey and Victoria Vance. Tune in for a new episode every Thursday to hear our honest conversations about topics like freedom, creativity, spirituality, luxury living, health and wellness, and above all else, building community. We have real and unfiltered conversations inspired by our search to feel connected to people who give a shit about us, support our dreams, and understand our struggles. Our mission is to provide you with the tools, guidance, and motivation to navigate any moment in your life with the lens of your neurodivergent mind, with a community who gets you. Adventure on. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Living Adventures podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Milky, along with your other host, Victoria Vance. Whoop, whoop. And we are so excited for you to join us here today. Uh, we don't know what the topic will be of the day, so we're going to pull some tarot cards to get that in. Should we do hyperfixation or topic first? Okay, hyperfixation. So yeah, my uh, hyperfixation is just that I've been engrossed in my personal development and journaling because I feel like massive up levels are coming my way, and that is what I've been focused on and literally nothing else. I wish there was something else, but just myself. Honestly, like same, and we've kind of been talking about this and there's been some like grieving and like rough parts and that's genuinely all I've been doing as well as I planned out Thanksgiving because my brother's girlfriend is now coming for Thanksgiving. So we're actually doing a Thanksgiving. Originally Mm -hmm. I was just going to like do like a little chicken or whatever. Um, but now that she's coming and we're my brother's coming and we're doing something like we're actually getting a turkey. I ordered Fancy. the turkey. Getting it my heritage turkey. What will his name be? I don't know. Oscar. Gerard. Oscar. 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 <laughs> yeah. Poor his Oscar. Name is Oscar. Um so yeah, that that's we can talk about the journaling and everything. I don't even know where to start with the journaling. If you guys don't know, it's when we're recording this, it's November 8th. So there was a blood moon eclipse in Taurus this morning at five o'clock in the morning, which I actually woke up and I went out and I saw, and it was so pretty. And there was no one outside besides me and two photographers and they had their professional cameras. And it was just like me and my yeah. iPhone getting really shitty photos. And I was like, I was here. And that was just like the, my version of like, wish you were here to post on Instagram. Um, but this eclipse, I'm not in a, uh, like an astrologer. Do you remember? What? I don't know. It wasn't an eclipse, but do you remember it was maybe in like June or maybe it was July and there we had the red moon and we saw yeah. it one day walking. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that was about. I think that was cool. I don't remember. We what couldn't that get a good picture of it. No, we couldn't. But you actually got a slightly decent one this time. Yeah. The one I got, you could see some stuff. Not as good yeah. as like the professional cameras. I was watching no. a live stream on YouTube, like in bed to see if it was worth to go out and look at. <laughs> and it was, <laughs> but obviously it was because they had a really professional camera. But anyways, this eclipse, eclipses are like and like forced ending of chapters in your life. And um, with it being in Taurus, like my sign is Taurus. So I was very fascinated by it. And apparently like whatever house Taurus is in, in your chart affects like what area of your life this impacts. And so like, m- I think it's like in my 11th house and that's like your house of like social networks and connection and also like it rules like not wealth because the second house is wealth but like enormous amounts of wealth like a stupid amount of money from your career like winning the lottery or like that kind of money and I was like okay I will take a massive upgrade up level shift change in my wealth sure count me in my social network give me the views let's go viral part 45 (laughs) 
Okay. Count me in. But anyways, um, but no, it's not just like that just happened because of the eclipse. But like, I feel like I've done a lot of internal work on things that have been coming up. And it's like the more you do self-development work, I think you get really quick at catching yourself when you're like in a low self-worth moment or like when you're comparing yourself and you're like, ew, I don't like that feeling. Why am I feeling that way? Or even things like that. Like, and mine are like getting so stupid small, but it's good because I can work through them. Like I made a TikTok the other day and I showed Adrian and he wasn't really paying attention. And he said, okay. And I was like, ah, this is good shit. Don't say okay. And then I was like, Ashley, why did that make you so mad? Let's work through this. So it's been a lot of stuff like that. And then I, me and Victoria, I know we've talked about this in our text, even like this today or yesterday about how like with all of that work comes an up level and with an up level comes like a losing of yourself. And like, I saw the TikTok that was like of this girl who was like literally acting out, <laughs> leaving herself behind. And she's like, bye. And then her other, her higher self was like, you're not coming. And then there's like, you don't need me anymore. And I'm like, oh, oh, why am I by myself? Like, what the heck? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that shit got me in tears last night. And it, that's, uh, I didn't tell Ashley this until she sent me that TikTok, but on what Sunday night I was in full emotions and I was just like crying for like three hours uncontrollably. And I was like, wow, I feel so, every time I cry, I don't know if this, anybody else does this, but I'm always thinking while crying, wow, I'm so dehydrated. <laughs> I don't do that. So that's just like, there's days. a sensation with crying that like, I feel dehydration more. No, that makes sense. Not, I mean, you're... not when like I first start, but like after like five or 10 minutes, I'm like, Oh my gosh, you're th so thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> oh my but, God. <laughs> back on topic. Um, I was, uh, kind of going through that. I've been doing like a shadow program in the, to be magnetic. And the shadow that I've kind of been working on is basically, it took me a few days to realize this. And I actually had to take a few days off from the program to like understand. Yes. I was really confused. I was like, what is the shadow? And I didn't mm -hmm. understand. And I didn't realize until Sunday, the shadow was myself. Mm -hmm. And it was like my old self who was surviving as much as she could in trauma settings. She was hyper independent. She was doing everything herself. And it's like, I, I'm not doing everything myself now. And I've finally, for the first time in my life as 24 built really secure relationships. I am trusting people. I am getting comfortable. It is a completely new thing to me still, but I'm getting better at it. I'm understanding it. We're testing the waters and I had to let go of that hyper, not, completely let go of her, but I had to let go of her in the sense of, I felt like she was judging me for trusting other people and to do mm -hmm. this. Cause it was like, she couldn't do that because of the situation she was in. Yeah. And so it's like in the, the reinforcing one that I did like literally 30 minutes ago was saying goodbye to that like self and like us hugging and like, being mm -hmm. like, it's okay. You've gotten where you need to go. I'll still be here. We're still protecting, but like, yeah. We're not in the same place anymore. Oh, that's so nice. I love that. That's so cute. No, it's so true. And it's like so weird 
when you like, cause I've done that workshop too. And if you don't know in the to be magnetic workshop, like there's this thing called shadow and it's basically this workshop where you figure out like, what are the pieces of yourself that hold a lot of shame or like you hold shame about yourself about and how and the whole goal is to like integrate it and allow that part of yourself to exist, but not allow them to run the show anymore. And it is crazy. Like I had to do that with my perfectionism with like so many different parts of myself, but to be like, Hey, you're safe. Like, Hey, old version of me, like you're safe. You don't need to do that anymore. Like you don't need to protect me anymore. Like I'm good. Thank you. Uh, and it's weird. Like I get chills to saying that because like, it's weird. You're thanking a part of yourself that kind of tries to bring you down, but it's like, no, thank you for protecting me. You were there for a reason at a certain time in my life, but like, I'm good now. And like when I talked about on my YouTube channel this week or last was like my body image. Like I've been dealing with that a lot. And like, that's always something in the back of my mind that I never bring to the forefront because I have my like inner mean girl who wants to like be mean to me first. So nothing surprises me if other people are mean to me, but it's like telling her too, like, Hey, no, we're good now. Like, we're good. Like, you are so safe. Like, you don't need to be mean to me anymore because, like, I got this. Like, we are safe. Like, we are confident. Like, we don't need you to protect us from other people being mean. Like, we can run the show now. And it's weird because it's, like, part of you knows that, like, that part of yourself might exist in the back of your mind. But, like, they're not in control anymore. And it's just, like, it's a lot. Yeah. And, like, something we talked about yesterday because when I'm – grief and ADHD is weird. And I think in that sense, and I made a video about this when it was like the year of Canon passing. Canon is the dog I grew up with. Um, he's genuinely like the one, me crying right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a full moon, guys. The emotions are high. <laughs> um, he was the one that got me through like a lot of my life and was like my first secure relationship, even though it was with like a dog. Mm, um, buddy. But. Grieving ADHD is really weird because it brings in the sense of object permanence of memories. And so it's hard to grieve something we can't fully conceive. Yeah. And so it brings in this extra barrier of like, I know I'm grieving and I need to do this and I'm doing the work and it's the right thing. It feels like the right thing. I know I'm doing all that, but it feels weird because I can't fully conceive it. And so mm -hmm. it's object permanence of like memories and past self or like people that you've lost. It's really hard. Yeah. Yeah. That is really hard. It is. And it's weird to like think that like you, it's weird to think that like, I mean, for me, I never really understood that until like knowing you that like that is a thing that like part of the reason why it's so hard is because I can't fully conceive what's being let go of or what existed or even just like all the different ways that like the way that we can't hold on to memories like impacts us. It's just like not something I ever thought about. And like, I think if you know that it allows you, you to give yourself so much more grace in your grieving process or like in any process to handle any hard emotions or, or memories or things like that. Like you're safe, you're fine. And you're not weird because of the weird feelings you might be experiencing. Yeah. And I will say something that's helpful during that period. If anybody's going through that or whatever is a tip is, to help conceive it more if you're having a hard time and you're really having a hard time connecting to grieve that is like with doing it with canon i would look at pictures of him when doing that or videos or this weekend i looked at past pictures of myself to like remind myself what that looked like and what that felt like during that time mm. Why yeah. am I crying <laughs> i don't know it's a full moon the full moon is all about emotions it's okay 
But yeah, yeah, no, that's that's a good tip to like look at past versions of yourself and see that. Sometimes I wish like whenever I'm doing like that inner work, especially in the to be magnetic program, I wish I had like more pictures of myself as a child. You know, everyone's like, put her on your mirror so you can see her and not be mean to her. It's like, I it's hard for me to visualize her even like when I'm doing those things or even memories like because a lot of that work is like going into memories and figuring out like what you needed in that moment sometimes it's really hard for me to figure out what the memory stemmed from all I have is a feeling all I know is something happened that made me feel a weird way so um (laughs) I talked about that with my therapist because when I started to do this I was like because I personally do not remember most of my childhood yeah um and I got some of it back, actually, but a lot of it, I just have snapshots. I don't really, like, have memories or full, like, I guess, like, videos and stuff in my head. I don't have a full, like, conception of that. Um, I was talking about this with my therapist because I was like, I know this is going to be, like, a big thing while working through some of those programs and doing some of this work. And I was like, what can I do to help that? Like, what if that brings up, like, more trauma? Because it can and I also mm. want to say, like, with doing this stuff is do not do this if unless you're in, like, a safe place and comfortable stuff to do this. Because, like, this can actually cause more trauma if you are not doing this in a correct place. And so it's good to, like, talk to somebody and everything. I want to, like, put that on the table. But I was talking to my therapist about it because I knew that and knew that it could bring me to a worse place. And she brought up that... If you can't remember a memory, like, if you can talk to family members, because I know you also have, like, your sister, so, like, you'll talk to her, and, like, she'll, like, know this is how it is. Yeah. She's, like, maybe consider talking to your brother if he can, if he's open to that. Like, um, I haven't done that, but also kind of whatever the feeling is getting brought up is, like, if you were feeling that now, how could you give yourself what you need? If, even if you can't remember a full memory of, like, what is a situation that that feeling gets brought up in and how can you deal with that better so that you can give yourself like the feeling of love or whatever you need and security in that moment so that Mm -hmm. you're still reprocessing it even if you can't remember the memory because um there's a study it was done on sexual assault but only 36 percent of people remember their trauma Mm -hmm. um and this is the study was done basically like these people had literally gone to the hospital had done police reports and only 36 people, per, 36% of the people literally remembered that. People so, didn't remember wow. the police reports they filed. They have repressed that so much. And remember, so sad. Like, that's sad. It's really hard. But remember, your brain is also protecting you for a person. Yeah. No, it's so And like, true. that is serving you, even though it might not always feel like it. Yeah. Wow. Now, that's sad. But I that will say, sorry. On, the, on the lighter note, um, yes, talking with my sister about our childhood has unlocked so many memories for both of us. She's like, isn't it? We always joke. She's like, isn't it weird that we get to process our childhood trauma together? I'm like, it's so fun. <laughs> um, but it's, yeah, so it's helpful. No, it's so helpful. a person and to like back off the memories. Oh yeah. It's so helpful because then you get to go in and you get to like reparent yourself in these meditations. And if you don't know what the to be magnetic, um, like program is, I did a YouTube video on it, like doing kind of a review on it. So feel free to watch that. We can link it in the show notes and you can obviously go check out their own podcast. It's called expanded. Uh, but no, like going in and reparenting my own inner child to give her what she needed. And I think that's the other cool thing is like, once you start to recognize where you're not whole in your life and you really start to see what you need, and then you start to 
know how to ask people for what you need. Like, even if I'm talking about like, you know, maybe Adrian does something that makes me mad and we don't really fight, but like in the one in once in every six months where like something really crazy happens, like I know how to ask for what I need now because I've gone in and like, I know if I, he does something, I'm like, oh, I know where that's coming from. Or I know what I needed when I was a child. And sometimes it's just me like reparenting, doing meditation, giving myself what I need and not taking it out on him. But sometimes it's like, hey, I needed you to do this because, you know, that helps me know this or feel this way or supports me in this way. And like, it's so cool to have that conversation, but also know what you need. And I think that's a hard place to get to, but like, that's kind of like the work that we've been doing through, well, at least me through this like whole program. Grieving ADHD is really weird because it's brings in the sense of object permanence of memories. And so it's hard to grieve something we can't fully conceive. Yeah. And so it brings in this extra barrier of like, I know I'm grieving and I need to do this and I'm doing the work and it's the right thing. It feels like the right thing. I know I'm doing all that, but it feels weird because I can't fully conceive it. And so Mm -hmm. it's object permanence of like memories and past self or like people that you've lost. It's really hard. You can create your your parents. It can be anybody you want in life, whether that's like real, you make it up. Some people even do it as like themselves now reparenting. Yeah. A lot of times Um, it's me coming in and be like, hey girl, uh, we're here now. And guess what? Like, we're with you for life. It's like me now or my higher self. And like, we got you. We've always got you. You know, we're going to be here. Your biggest champion forever. And then it's like, oh, okay, that's cute. But even to be magnetic, I think they have like a meditation where you can like envision your magnetic parents. Like, who? Yes. what do they look like? What do they do? What are their jobs? Like, all of those things. It's crazy. And so I think I thought in the beginning it had to be my parents. And I felt like mm. uncomfortable with that. I was like... But then it's like then bringing into the real world, how does that go and everything. And so it was a lot easier for me to do all the work, give myself everything I need and like then bring that into the real world, not envisioning that. And so if you feel the same way, that is completely okay too. Totally, 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 totally. Do whatever you need to make yourself feel safe and comfortable during that. During any any inner healing, shadowy work, like all that stuff. But yeah, that's that's the hyperfixation, guys. We've been hyperfixating on on our little child who need love, and they just need big hugs, and they need to know it'll be okay. That's that's pretty much all I've been doing. You know, like this weekend, I gave myself what I needed. I bought myself this fun glass. If you're seeing us on video, um, it's I didn't realize for the first ten minutes when I it's a Christmas got it, light that it's a Christmas light. I just saw the twirly straw and I was like, yes. Yeah, she's like, it's a spaceship. <laughs> it's a Christmas light. <laughs> yeah. A Christmas light cup. Yeah. That's so fun. I bet your inner child is so happy. If you've ever done, if you have like, if you're into meditating, like you don't need, you don't need to be guided, but like do a meditation where you go talk to your inner child and see what she needs. One time mine was like, let's go play. I want to play outside. I want to go swing. So then me and Adrian went on a little adventure and we swinged. Does he know that's why we went? No, but it made my heart so happy and full to be playing on a jungle gym. Damn. I want to go on the swings. I know, No, you want to know what I really want? I want to go, I want to, oh, okay, I almost said that in a really weird way. Uh, I want to go to that workout class thing that you like, woo, you woo. The bungee cords. Bungee cord thing. I want that. That sounds, and obviously my inner, my my child self did not know that existed or anything. Oh, yeah. So fun. I want to do that so bad. That's on my but, list. We'll go do it. It's, it's on my fun. list. We're, I don't, we just got to find a place. Maybe there's a better place in Arizona if it's not that far. Because mm-hmm. the place mm-hmm. in... Or maybe we do that this one. 
Maybe we should do that in December. We'll take the drive out before down. I sell my car. So down, so down, so down. Oh, you're going to sell your car? I have to sell my car at the end of this year. Fun. I'm going to sell it for Arizona. You know what's crazy is I was literally like, I don't know what I was doing today, but I was thinking about, I'm so glad I don't have a car right now. I don't know what made me think that, but I was just like, I haven't had a car. I can't even imagine having a car right now. I... I don't, I mean, I don't drive anywhere, but like if I had one, I think I would just be so stressed about what was happening to it because I never go see it. And I'm just glad I don't have one. I I don't even care about my car. I know my mom drives it once a week. I know my mom drove it to see you. Yeah. Oh, by the way, um, Ashley got to see Bo last week. Uh, Max and Bo, our dogs saw each other. Mm-hmm. My mom had to go see Ashley to give her my... ADHD meds because the package that was shipped to Mexico is never going to arrive. Have you been um, an unmedicated girly? Are you an unmedicated girly this week? No, because you've been rationing. I am rationed. I am rationed (laughs) until you're here. And I haven't taken that dark blue pill that's like ruined the coating or anything. I'm just going to throw that one away. Yeah, that's a good Um, idea. That's funny. But I have enough until Ashley gets here and. On Saturday, I'm honestly doing Saturday. really well. Honestly, See? I'm actually doing a lot better than I think that I was, but also it's allowing me more time to rest right now mm. because I just like take it in the morning. I get everything done in like two or three hours and I'm like, you don't have to work. And it started because I was like, well, you don't have like, you don't have enough for afternoon. So it's like, let's okay, just don't work in the but afternoon. now I'm like, <laughs> maybe it'll just like work a bit less, like, you know, and it's better like, going maybe really I'll nice. never work again. Um, so I love that. I love that for you. No, it'll be good. Okay. Well, I guess we should figure out what the topic is for today. Yes. Um, we liked last week so much where we just pulled a random tarot card and we're getting into the topic at 20 minutes in, but it's fine. You've made it here. I have my tarot cards. If you're watching on the video, boop, boop, boop. They're so cute. We're going to shuffle. Oh, we're going to shuffle. We're going to pull two cards. We're going to get a theme of the week. Everyone, I was on live today on my TikTok, and everyone was like, Ashley, what are you guys going to talk about on the podcast today? And I said, mm, whatever we want. <laughs> whatever exactly. whatever intuition tells us. I'm going to go get chopstick. Okie dokie. Okay. I sunburned my lips, I think. They've never been so dry in my life before. Okay. It happens. Ready? Card number one. Friendship. Wow. Huh? Okay, friendship in the context of, let's see. Ooh, isolation. Ooh. Hmm. I don't know what, like, there's so many ways that we could go with friendship in the context of isolation. Yeah. I don't even know. There's, like, a million things I could go off of. Um. Okay, so, like, on the one hand, I think about how isolation is necessary to form good friendships in the sense that I think you, if you want good long lasting friendships, you need to know who you are. But even more than that, if we come back to everything that we've talked about today, didn't we talk about this the other day when we went cycling about how, when you start to do a lot of self-development work, your circle becomes really small. Yeah. Yeah. And the people, like, the more you know yourself, the less people you'll relate to because you'll truly know yourself. Yeah. Um, Yes. So, like, what Ashley was talking about, I actually saw this video, and this guy was talking about, like, 
when you're doing self-help stuff, um, what I wish people talked about more is the isolation period because in light of kind of what Ashley and I were talking about in the beginning is you have to like let go of a version of yourself. And so you have to like, in the beginning of this stuff, you normally have to let go of people or like ideas of people and everything in the beginning that you're working on yourself and you're realizing you're not aligned with them. And so you have to like go on by yourself in this and it can be really lonely and sad and depressing. Um, and I think in your twenties, it can be even like worse because then you feel it even more and like, you just don't understand people around you and everything. I have a client going through this and she's like, kind of like, oh wow, they're like drinking so much more. Like they, they were blackout drunk on a Wednesday. Like, I don't want to do that. Like we're 25 now. I, I, this isn't like what I want to be around. And I was like, okay, so what do you want to be around? We had to like work on that. And like, that's the shift of like, you're noticing you don't want these types of people, that's okay. Grieve that self, grieve that old self. And it's okay if they're mad at you. It's okay if like you're struggling with that. And it's okay to take a chance on yourself to be alone so that you figure out, okay, if that's the stuff I don't want, what do I want? What do I need? And so that's a time when you start figuring out things in yourself and what you need from relationships and everything and what you've been not given and what hardships you have in relationships. And there can be this really bad um, part where we go into blaming ourselves for the entire thing mm -hmm. and like blaming it on like, cause your ego is kind of hurt at that time. Yeah. It's like, why don't I have like, I'm not getting attention. Like I, don't, yeah. yeah. And so remembering to like take that and shift it of like, I'm doing this as a choice to get better. But then when we go on that and you start making friends, it's like, and you keep doing more and more work. Your, your circle becomes so small because you just don't relate to as many people. But the small circle is like so good. I love me a small circle. I love me a small circle. This actually, this whole topic makes me think about when we were sitting on your little couch over there and Victoria had been scrolling on TikTok for far too long as she does. And when she does, she gets mad at everything. Uh, that is her not self time to get the F off of her phone. But the last thing that she saw was like, this girl who was in on a Friday night and she was crying and it was so sad. She was like, I'm alone again on a Friday. You know, people are going out, but I don't relate to anyone and I'm just alone and I was going to go to the gym and now I'm not going to do anything because I'm just sad. And it just makes me sad because like, I think what was happening there, she was blaming herself. She was like, oh, it's my fault that I don't have friends. It's my fault that I'm alone on Friday night. And then also like making something wrong being alone, like there's nothing wrong with being alone on a Friday night, nothing wrong, especially if like she's actively making that decision because she knows she doesn't have people who connect with her values yet, yet, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, you have to have time where you allow yourself to be alone and you make that okay and make a decision. But then if you're truly unhappy in that decision, actively working to figure out what's next. And I think the weird thing with friendships, it's like almost like with anything, like with manifestations, with trying to make more money and or figure out your life purpose, um, you're, it's not going to be known to you right away, right? Like your life purpose is it's not going to be like, you're going to seek it, but then it's just going to slap you in the face one day. You're going to want a viral video well, every day. I want to go viral. Why am I not going viral? And then one day you're going to get hit in the face with a viral video and 500,000 views, right? And you can't plan when that's going to happen. And the same thing is true with friendship. Like you can't just say, I want a friend. And then tomorrow one shows up and they're the perfect match and they like all your values. You have to slowly take these like aligned action steps to put you in places and make like, basically you have to be your friend first and do the things that you would do with a friend with yourself. 
And then those friends will flock to you, but you have to put yourself out there and do those things to get there. And if you're not there to do that, it's okay to be alone. It's okay. Yeah. And I think there's a difference between alone and loneliness. Um, yeah. And making that choice and I think we can feel both in that time. And it's like that time for the first time that you will kind of feel both that like, I am happy to be alone, but I'm really lonely now. And mm. this is weird. And I have this void and I want to fill it. And I don't understand how to fill it. And like your ego feels attacked because you purposely like push that away and everything. And you're like, whoa, 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 what the hell is happening? And I think what you said is like, you have to like learn to be your friend for that. But in yourself first and like that's the time to like okay is like what do i want to do do you really want to go out is that what you want or what did you like about that did you just like being with people so you didn't have to go through all of this stuff by yourself right now and like that's okay some days like i think with self-help there is time to do the work and then there is time to just like Bye. let your brain turn off and like mm -hmm. just be like no, 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 no. We've done enough today. Like you cannot do self-help 24 seven. Like mm -hmm. I said, it's like in the meditation, like the meditation thing is I had to take like a two, three degree break because I didn't understand the next step to take. I didn't understand that like what I was grieving was like the past version of myself. Yeah. And it took a few days to do that and like kind of journaling, but like back of the head thinking, not everything is forward thinking. So and true. So, like, give yourself time to do that and it will come. And I think I've actually in therapy last week, talked about this um as i'm kind of wrapping up my time in mexico uh my therapist like so how has this trip for you because this for people who don't know this is a trip well that was for me to come out here to help with seasonal depression to work on myself to be on my own i needed a bit of vacation a bit of a break it was a fun thing um experimenting with myself whatever and what I also wanted to work on was social anxiety here. And I was like, I think I worked on social anxiety in a different way that I technically came here and thought I wanted to because I wasn't ready for that stuff. And I was like, oh, I didn't meet as many people. And it's not that I necessarily wanted them to be like extreme friends, but I wanted to meet more people and get comfortable with that because I do have a hard time with that still. And so I knew I had to do some stuff first and I didn't understand that when I first came here. And so I did have to spend a lot of time alone here and that mm -hmm. was on purpose and that was healing and comforting and trying things out and also trying out talking to people. And like, I have tried so many new things, but I wasn't ready. And so she was like, okay, great. You know that about yourself. So the next time that we're putting ourselves in this situation, what are the goals that we actually need to set and what do we need to set you up for success? So and it's then, like understanding that, what your initial goal might be might actually not be what you need at that moment. And that's okay. Yeah. It might take a little bit more time. Yeah. Yeah. I, and that's so true for everything. Like you can have a vision of what your goal is, but life might be like, actually there's a lesson that you got to learn first before this will ever make sense and feel good for you. And like, that was you in Mexico. It's like you had other things to learn and that's totally okay. I feel like I fall on the opposite problem of making friends and in isolation where I'm like, I don't want more friends. This is so bad. <laughs> I maybe hopefully some people can relate because I know there are people who are like sad and lonely and they want friends and they're missing that community. And I'm good. <laughs> I'm 
I'm good. I'm so good. I just like, and so I was talking to my sister about this because, like, I feel, I mean, and Victoria's my sister age. I feel I'll, as I near 30, eh, um, I just don't want more friends. I'm so freaking good. And my sister was like, oh, I need more friends, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, can you imagine adding at least an hour of attention to something else in your life and maybe even like a day for events with another person in your life. And me, I'm like, Nope, I got enough people to text. I got enough people to FaceTime. I am so good right now. And I think it's, uh, maybe this is, I don't know, part of self-development. I'm just like, I'm not that kind of person that wants a big friend group. Like I'm cool. And like, maybe it's because also in Boston, like we have like some good friends that hang out maybe once a month, like Adrian's coworkers will like, you know, when we did the Christmas cocktail party with the neighbors, like that's good. That's, that's enough for me. Like once a quarter is the vibe. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I think if I, when I get that stable version of that, I'd be fine. I think right now it's not necessarily like full friendships I'm looking for, but just to like expand and like Meet build people. upon my social anxiety and whatever yeah. and build upon those skills get comfortable in that place and put myself out of my comfort zone more and it's not necessarily to make like extreme lifelong friends but like a friend for a day for a memory like i'm fine with that also and it's like yeah. i think i i'm not looking for that friend that you're thinking of i'm yeah. looking for but some like, people are some people are I'm yes not. we're not and they I'm, are i'm not necessarily looking for that type of friendship. I was I looking that for a friend. Would... Oh, I was going to say, I was looking for a friend before we met. Like, I think you became the friend that I needed. Like, you know, like I didn't, I didn't have a, a, a good friend in Boston. I had Adrian, but I didn't have like a, oh, here's my other go-to person to do things with, to try things with, to have experiences with. And what's so funny about like Victoria is like, I was was alone in Boston like I didn't have friends to do stuff with but like still I was like oh this is fine like I'm, I'm not missing out on much and maybe that's just like as you get older like you don't care you don't have as much FOMO let's hope that's what that is um and then what's funny is like I didn't even want to be friends with Victoria because I thought she was going to move away and I was like oh well, I want a lifelong friend so why would I be friends with somebody who's moving to Florida in two months no point no point so goodbye and I remember like yelling at Adrian one day we were making the bed I'm like what's the point of having a friend if they're gonna leave you and let's talk about trauma um anyways so but no it ended up working out and I think like what you're saying like with being like overcoming your social anxiety and just being okay with meeting people like that could lead to anything and so like if you want to take advice from me and past me like don't be me where you're like I don't want friends because what if they're not lifelong take advice take it from Victoria's stance where it's like just be open to meeting people because you don't know what's going to happen I mean Victoria and I are starting a business together we have a podcast together and I didn't even want to be a friend because I thought she was going to leave me one day and it's like oh no she still left she still like went to Mexico but I just wanted to go visit her there you know like that's so cool and yeah so take a chance on people but you know it, it might not happen when you think it'll happen and nothing will ever happen how you plan it to happen and don't force it like just allow it to happen if it's gonna happen and like and that doesn't mean like just sit here and wait at home like I'm not ever gonna fucking meet somebody at home like it's just not gonna happen yeah. um but that doesn't mean you have to like go all out if you don't want to. And I think something yeah. that was also important yesterday is I was, I have talked about this. Like, I don't know how to ask for help a lot of the times. And <laughs> yeah. I also don't know how to accept help a lot of the times. And yesterday, Ashley and I were working through something 
like both alone and then somehow we came together and I don't so funny. you you sent me a thing about it and then I was like oh I've literally been to thinking about this same exact thing today oh and, it's about our sales plan for the end of the year yeah sales plan yeah, yeah, at the end yeah. of the year um we were both thinking about it completely separate then she came and told me something and I was like oh I literally had the exact same here's why and that was confirmation for her of doing that and I was like yeah, but you know, I'm still anxious. Like I need to come up with this much to hire the CPA and do this. And Ashley just goes, no, 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 you don't actually have to worry. Cause like you only need this teeny, teeny amount and you need that for February, which you already have, like you're fine. And we can do your books together. Like you don't have to pay, like we can <laughs> just do it. We'll get some drinks. We'll do it together. We'll figure it out. It might be a little hard, you know, the ADHD, but we'll figure it out. Like also you don't I have failed accounting the first time I took it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, my first F ever, ever. I failed accounting my first time I ever took it. That was my first F in my entire life. Up until that point, I had been a straight A student, but your girl got hit with depression. And so instead of taking my final exam, I flew home to Ohio because I was so depressed. And like thinking back, I probably could have just reached out to the teacher and like got in that, like retaken the exam because of mental health. But I was like so depressed. I didn't even care. Um, but I retook it again and I got a B the second time. And let me tell you, accounting in practice, like in a real business, because I had to do my books one year, so much easier than whatever they did in college. I hated that. But so we'll be fine. But I just think it's funny that the girl who failed accounting is now helping you with your books. <laughs> um, I watched a two minute video about how to keep your books. And I was just like, Ooh, anyways, the point of this was that it will be a funny thing. Um, but I was like, oh, remember Victoria, it's okay to receive help from Ashley. It's okay. It's safe. She's here to help you. Um, and everything is working out and I don't need to be scared about how everything's going to work out because it might work out in a better way than I ever expected. True. And so don't shove yourself to one certain idea, be open to other things. And I think something that you said earlier is like, it just really might not happen the way you think it will. And you don't have to know what you need and what you want everything right away. And I think part of this process is like being getting comfortable with not knowing, getting yes. comfortable with not being the expert 24 seven, yes, being yes, comfortable yes. with not knowing an answer 24 seven. Yeah. It's okay to not know things. Oh my gosh. I love that advice so much because I'll give you an example. Um, I've been trying to figure out one, one thing I've been really trying to figure out is like, what is my thing? And we've talked about this, like being multi-passionate with ADHD, like what the F is my thing. I'm never going to have one thing. I like so many things. And there was a time where I had to get really comfortable with being like, actually, you might not ever have a thing and that's okay. But then also recently I've been like, what is my next step? What am I going to do in my business? What's my purpose? Who am I supposed to help? What am I supposed to be focusing on? And there was like a period of like three months where it was like, hmm. Who knows? And that's like, okay, well, you're just not supposed to know right now. And eventually it came to me. And I think with friendship, it's the same thing. Like, oh, who's going to be my friend? What kind of friend group am I going to have? Am I going to be alone forever? And it's just like, you don't need to know right now. You need to, you have this really invaluable time if you are alone, I'll put in quote, air quotes, because uh, you're never alone. You have like really awesome communities like the Living Adventures podcast community. Like, come on, come hang out on a TikTok live with me or Victoria, you've got a whole community. So you're not alone. But um, like you have such this, this invaluable time to just 
care about yourself and like when in your life like that's the thing that i loved about like not having friends for a while is like i gotta focus on myself and be so selfish everything was about me every day was about me what did i do want to do what did i want to eat for dinner what workout class did i want to go to what walks did i want to go on and i think like if you look at it that way like how do i get to use this time for me to the max and care about me more than anyone's ever cared about me then it then it, that like kind of can fill the void you might be looking for with friendship. And then just knowing that while you're doing those things, like the friendship might come, you know, like me going on walks, Victoria and I would bump into each other with our dogs on walks every day. And we're like, well, I guess we're walking together, you know, and it just like kind of worked out. And that's how life is when you get to care about yourself for a long period of time or maybe a short period of time, depending on how fast your friends find you. And it's like, you're always going to find, not always, but a lot of the time, you're going to find the people when you're doing the things that you want to do with whatever the people are. Like the best advice for making friends, the best advice for meeting your partner or whatever is like, you need to go to the places where you would want to meet them. And so it's like, if you don't want to go to the bar with that person, like you're not going to find them at a fucking bar because mm -hmm. you don't want to be there. Think <laughs> about where you want to be and what you need to do or like, things in common so like unless we unless you're a at a bar. schedule what oh i was gonna say unless you're at a bar and you're like looking around and you see someone else who looks really miserable like then maybe that's your friend <laughs> but <laughs> but it's like I, most of the time it's most of the time friend. maybe not but no, but no we had the same puppy schedule so that ended up working out and you know like the puppies have to go out every hour on the hour and you know it's just gonna work out like that and but if we didn't like is or my therapist was like, if you go somewhere, like go find a hiking group. So you go hiking with people and meet people doing that because they're already doing something you like. And so the connection can come faster because you can bond over that or like show up where you want to do that. If you want to make friends and go cycling with them all the time, like maybe you need to go to a cycling class like every week or whatever um, and go around the same time and not like the 5 a.m. crew is not like the afternoon crew. So it's like, you know, like understand that for yourself. Yeah. Um, and put yourself in places where you want to be with these people, but also take that as not just doing it to make friends, but I'm doing this because I enjoy this. I like this. I want to be here. I'm doing this to take care of myself because I enjoy it and I'm giving myself what I need. I'm being selfish in that way. You are doing what you want. And when you're doing what you want, you will be happier. And so you will naturally attract people. True. It's just, that's just what happens. Yeah, so no more From tears. From a social anxious girl. Yeah. So no more tears on Friday night. Wait, well, if you're feeling sad, you can cry. I'm not going to tell you not to cry. But, you know, like, you don't have to cry about being alone on a Friday night because that's really cool that you're going to be alone on a Friday night. Sometimes I'm super glad when Adrian decides to hide in his little man cave, which is a walk-in closet. That's where we put his desk. And he plays video games, and I just get to cuddle up on the couch with Max and do whatever I want and watch silly little rom-coms without hearing somebody be like, okay, I guess that's what we're going to watch. You know, like, it's cool. I mean, would it be cool if there was other people there? Like, like, I don't know, maybe, but not really. It's like, we're good. Sometimes, like, but not always. Right. Sometimes I want to be alone. Um, and there's so much power in that. So I think like, if you can just like flip the narrative in your head and it kind of goes back to like what we were talking about when we were talking about our hyperfixation of personal work, it's catching those moments when you're in low self-worth or you're being mean to yourself. So you get to change the narrative. If you're home alone on a Friday night because you're isolated and you haven't found friends, like if your ego is saying, you're dumb, you did this to us, why don't you just go out? This is dumb. Be like, mm, 
Thank you for protecting me. Thanking, thank you for trying to make sure that I feel community and connection, but I'm good right now. I'm so good. I will connect with myself. And like that is becomes your superpower once you start to like tap in and listen like, oh, that sounds like I don't, that's a little mean. I wouldn't say that to a friend. Like, could you imagine if I looked at Victoria and I was like, you're really not going to go out? It's Friday night. Like, it's pretty dumb. Like, that's freaking rude. <laughs> I got that all throughout college and I did not go out on a lot of Friday nights. And it's, that's okay. Like, I didn't want to. That's not where I wanted to be. And so yeah. I was like, I'm not going to make friends doing that. So why am I going to waste like, I'm gonna be miserable. if I'm going to be miserable? Yeah. Exactly. And so, especially like on those, if you're in a Friday night, is like, go through, set a timer, give yourself an hour. If you want to feel the feels and feel all the emotions, be like, okay, like this sucks. Like I... This is, I am lonely right now. This is a hard part of the process, but why am I doing this? What am I doing by making this choice to be alone? Even if it doesn't feel like it's a choice to be alone in that moment, it is a choice because you've put yourself in this place to work on yourself. So you have taken a choice at some level, even though it's not a direct choice of you wanting to be alone that specific night Mm -hmm. and think like, go give yourself an hour, go through the overwhelm, go through the emotions and everything and be like, okay. What do I want to do to make myself feel better? Maybe I want to go get an ice cream tonight. Maybe I want to go like get food. Like if you're not comfortable being alone in places, go to a Chinese restaurant, go to a Mexican restaurant. Nobody's going to question if you, if you're sitting there alone, nobody, I'm going to tell you, like I was terrified to ever be seen alone. And so guess who spent a lot of time alone in Chinatown in Boston in college me, because that's a place where like, everyone there you can literally just set netflix up on your phone and you can just like watch and eat some dim sum like nobody gives a shit i'm I not love that. nobody will judge you there and that was the desensitization for me to get comfortable i and love that I sit there alone no desensitizing right that's like what you had to do this whole time right yeah alone in i can sit there in a cafe alone no headphones no phone and i can be fine yeah I love and i that. can eat my meal and be in peace but it took years to get me there yeah in doing it in small baby steps, go to Chinatown. I'm telling you all, nobody will judge you in Chinatown if you are on your phone. Truly, to no Netflix one's gonna on judge Friday you. Night love the Netflix. Oh, I love that. That's hilarious. I've always wanted to take myself out on fancy dinner dates in Boston because you know Adrian always is in law school, so he's gone until like 10 p.m. But oh my god, I need to take you to the Korean tofu stew place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I want mm-hmm, Korean mm-hmm. tofu stew so bad we'll get some on uh november 20th or whatever when you come back i don't know if we'll go on november 20th but yeah um i want korean tofu stew so bad everybody Yum. there's a really great place in boston well it's in alston which sucks because it's a pain in the butt to get there there's another one that's in kenmore square if anybody's in boston but it just doesn't taste as good as the one in alston and then mm-hmm. my friend gabby um, she somehow knows like the people who get there. And so it's sometimes hard to get in because like, this is like the best place. It's actually, there's always like a line out the door. Oh, wow. Um, but then whenever I show up with Gabby, I'm not joking. They just, they're like, oh yeah, hold on. We'll get a table for you. And I'm just like, I don't understand. Cause it's a Korean place. I mean, Gabby's from Guatemala. Um, I'm like, I don't understand, but we just always do. I don't know oh, who she knows. I don't dang. know. Cause they're never speaking a language I know at that moment. And I'm See, just like, these are the friends what? and I she's want. like, just don't worry about it. And I'm like, what is happening? You're like, cool. Thank you. Um, anyways, that's hilarious. Okay. All right. All right. Those are the friends. I but see, friends can get you places, you know, you never know. 
And I personally, at this time last year, I never thought I would be this close to Ashley. I never thought I would be in secure enough relationships to ask for help. Mm-hmm. Um, I never thought I would be comfortable being in a whole other country alone. Yeah, that's wild. For two months. Um, but it is always what I wanted. Oh, so yeah. I am so proud of myself for doing this as I'm wrapping up because Delta emailed me that I have like nine days left here and I'm like, oh, that sounds so fake. I am so proud of myself for everything I've done here. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it doesn't look like that much to other people. And I know there's a lot of people in my life who don't understand what this trip meant for me, but yeah. it has been incredibly important for me. Yeah. You know, even like if I think about like how much I'm alone now in my own life, like especially coming out of like a nine to five where I was around people all day from like for like eight hours plus, like I'm home alone all day. Like Adrian literally leaves the house at eight, doesn't come home till 11. It's just me and the dog. And I think there was a point in my life where I wouldn't have been able to do that. Like, I think I would have lost my mind or been like really sad and like really questioning everything. But I love it. Like, oh, you I, and I I wish I could tell you the work that I did to get there. Uh, There's just been so much work that has been done on my internal confidence and stuff like that and my values, but it's just so nice to do whatever I want all day, not have anybody to answer to. And I think I've created systems in my life where I, I'm not totally alone. Like I still have people to talk to. And I think like I'm an, I'm an extrovert. So I do get energy like talking to people and I've created ways to do that throughout my day. Cause I mean, if you work from home and you run your own business, like you are doing things alone. Um, like I FaceTime my sister or I FaceTime Victoria or I go live. Like honestly going live for me is also a form of community and connection that helps me get out yes. extroversion energy. Or I go to the dog park, like the dog park yesterday was chaos. And I think it's because of the full moon, 100% blaming it on the full. Those dogs were crazy and it was dark out and they were running in like a wild pack like they they were knocking people over like it was crazy i'm like what is going on um but like those moments and laughing with people and like i think if you can find connection throughout the day it doesn't have to be this like grand friendship it can be like little moments with people and i think there's even a book or something and i or a youtube video or something that i saw where it was like it's the little connections that you have throughout the day that make you happy it's taking that moment to look at the doorman who never says hello to us in our building and be like, Hey, how are you today? Or like when you're at the coffee shop, just like literally asking someone how their day is like those little things can fill that connection when you're feeling isolated. And like, it's surprising how much you can feel connected to a stranger. And like, that could be enough for the day for you. Like, cool. I'm not alone in this world. Literally on a day that I was feeling extremely alone last week or whatever. And I don't even remember why I was feeling this way but I left to go to the cafe because I was like I need to just be around some people I think it'd been like too many days like alone I was like you need to just be in the presence of other people like let's go to the cafe um I was leaving here and I have like a security guy and he often they talk to you you just say like hola buenas tardes whatever um and he stopped me and he was like hey the person that was like here uh a few weeks ago is that your sister or your mother and I just like Me started offended. laughing and I was like, um, no, it was like my friend, my business partner. And I no, had to like come up with those words because I was so like, <laughs> I was so caught off guard by it. Um, and it just like made me laugh so hard and just like enjoy everything. I was like, you're in the right place. You're fine. You're fine. You're yeah. like, everything is okay. And I will say I've spent a ton of time alone here and 
I, this is going to be news to Ashley, um, but I will share this. I had issues internally when Ashley was here. Um, oh, sorry. <laughs> and I knew, no, 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 you're, you're fine. You're going to understand all of this. And I had a therapy appointment set up for like right after Ashley left because I knew I would need it. No offense to you. This is, you're going to understand this. Um, I haven't, when traveling with friends in the past, I've had a very hard time. Um, cause I didn't feel like I was able to take personal space. I wasn't able to communicate my boundaries and what I needed or anything with Ashley. I had done that. Um, but it was still very new and it was like going from completely alone for like two and a half weeks to now somebody here 24 seven. And I internalized a lot of parts of it very heavily. And I knew some of it was from past trauma and I had to work on that and process that. And part of me went into a self bad mode of like, how am I ever going to like live with like a partner? I was like, Oh my God, you make sure they're in school school. No, for a week. I was, she was like, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. She's like, you were in a small apartment with this person for a full week. That's a lot. That is different than living with somebody for the yeah. rest of your life as like a partner and everything. Cause she's like, I understand you work from home, but let's say why you need a partner who like works at another place. And yeah. so that you have time alone and you have that. And like, she's like, you'll do more things alone as like, she was kind of there for you. You're working together, everything. It wasn't as much as like, you can go off and do your own things. It's different. And I was like, oh, right. But in, I internalized it all down to this moment. And I had to have somebody like bring me in to like, remember, like, no, it's okay. That happened. And she's like, okay, if you're going with her for a month, maybe you need to sometimes like once a week, go do something by yourself. And totally. that's the, that's all you need. And I was just like, okay, I'm going to do that. I'll set that for myself. I'll tell her, I was like, I- I'll just need to do something just to be by myself and just like, no, that makes sense to myself and whatever. And she, she's like, she, you're, she's secure enough that like, you can say that and you're just oh, setting yeah. your boundary. It's not your fault or anything. She's like, I'm sure she felt the same thing. I felt the same no. way. I, when I got and home, I, I was like, thank God I'm home. I was like, <laughs> I'm so tired of being around a person. Cause I'm the same way. I'm home all day alone. So being around anyone all day is like, I'm tired like that. Like you don't run my social battery out, but like being around anyone would, or just like having to like coordinate your life with another human all day long. Like, what are your calls? When are your calls? When can we eat lunch? We have to eat lunch together. Okay. Let's go eat. Like, especially as we're in Mexico, of course, we're going to go eat together. Of course we're going to go like, especially if we're leaving the house, like it's just a lot. So I feel that too. I was so glad she's like, that's why I'm only coming you, for like five was, days this time. I'm like, okay. Oh, wait. And I knew that. And I was like, let's hope she comes for a little bit. And I was like, I didn't even say it. Cause I was like, I'm nervous. What if she doesn't take this right over text? I was like, oh, this is really weird. I was like, oh, she's not going to want to come back. And then I was freaking out about my meds and everything. And Me, so I, I was already like, like I don't no, know if no, I want to no. go back. I'm tired. I was like, that was a lot. <laughs> that was a lot. And I was like, okay, we'll do like four days this time. <laughs> and so it's like, okay, what do I need to start? Like, instead of canceling Arizona, it's like, what do I need to make this? more feasible maybe it's like and it's you know like, maybe it's not a month maybe it's like two weeks maybe it's like three weeks maybe it's like you go for a month and i'll come for two weeks like it's totally okay as we navigate yeah. this in real time with you guys no it's totally fine and so i guess what you guys can get from this too is like <laughs> when you find the right people they're gonna connect with you so deeply on your values that you're going to feel the same way and it's not gonna be weird to say what you need because like same when i got back from um mexico i was like journaling and i was like oh 
I don't know if I want to go back for another week. That was like a lot. I and me, that's I'm literally like I love being alone. I love it. I love it in my own two bedroom apartment. Like maybe we had a bigger house, you know. But no, except I was also saying like if we had more room, I think it would be easier. It's like we have like a it's like a two bedroom apartment. Even with my like there's Wi Fi issues, so I can't spend that much time in my room, and so it's like I think like a bigger place, whatever, would definitely help. Like having more outdoor place or like mm-hmm. there are a lot of things that can be done to make it easier. And I was just in that moment, like nervous about how to choose, like think about all of the options that are on the table. I was like, right, right. Okay. It's okay. Yeah, Everything's that's okay. So and funny. so voice your needs. Yeah. Um, you can talk to another person about it first. Uh, also to like get an outside perspective and remind you how it's not as, internalized as we might make it with anxiety. I know I internalize a lot of things, but I, in working on my anxiety, I understood I was internalizing it. And I was asking, I was like, I know I'm putting it on myself right now. Please help me bring it out into perspective so I can find solutions and help give me solutions and ideas and then communicate it to them. And if you have a stable relationship, if you're secure in the relationship, it's going to be a lot easier to communicate just like this one's. Yeah, totally. No, that's, that's funny. I mean, and the, like, I've even had experience, like my sister wants to move to Boston and my mom was like, oh, well, Ashley should just get a three bedroom and then you guys can live together. And I'm just like, I literally told my sister, cause same, we're in a, we're in a very secure relationship. I was like, I love you, but I do not want to live with you. I love you so much, but I actually don't want to live with anyone other than Adrian for the rest of my life. <laughs> like, like him so much and that's it like he's the only person and i've lived with him four years now like he's the one i vibe with and so like that's like when you're thinking about your partners and relationships and who you'll move in with once you're done being living alone like that's the thing you got to test out that's why i'm like moving together before you get married test out if you like each other's styles and you know my me and adrian really vibe really well but like adrian is also my person in the sense that like like 100 being in his energy does not drain my energy And like, not that yours does, but I think it's just like different because he's not in the house all day, you know, like he comes home for four hours and that's it, (laughs) you know? And so it's like, we didn't have any of that and it was just 24. And I think if we like have pockets of time together, we can make it work a lot or pockets away, away, not pockets away from each other. We're actually just going to get two Airbnbs. Right next to each other. Gonna That's cute. Well, actually, no, they're one of the Airbnbs that I was looking at is like a retreat center. So they have like separate Airbnbs that are on the same property and then they have like amenities for those Airbnbs. So I'm just saying, we options expanded right here. Okay. We got to so start funny. messaging them. That's so uh, but if you're if you have an Airbnb and you want us to come visit you in Arizona, you just you just comment below and and, and message us on Instagram and we'll come and make content for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, uh, so wrapping up this, it's okay if you're nervous. It's okay if you're alone. It's okay if you're lonely, and know when you're in those hard times. It's like go through the emotions and end with knowing why you're making that decision and why you're in that position alone to secure yourself and to remind yourself of that can be really helpful. If you need to like write that out or have a video of you saying that, um, in a brighter moment to listen to that when you're in those moments can be helpful. There's, or having another person to talk to. If you have that, having a lot of different things can help you in those moments. Um, 
Yeah. And my last thing I'll, yeah, my last thing I'll say is like away from friendship and isolation is like, if you get anything out of this, like know that you can hold out for the friendships where your feelings aren't conflict. You know, like Victoria, like literally live on this podcast just told me her feelings and it didn't have to be a conflict. And sometimes that's what I worry a lot too. Like when I came back from Mexico, I was like, how am I going to tell her that I don't know if I can do like a whole month in Arizona? Like, how do I say that? She's going to be so mad. She's going to be so disappointed. But like, Literally, when you have a good friend, like feelings aren't conflict. Feelings are just feelings, and you got to just share those. So you're allowed to stay alone until you find people who respect that and who respect what you feel and respect solving problems with you so you guys can vibe and gel and have a good life and, and be friends. And so hold out. Don't settle in anything in your life. And, you know, use the invaluable time you have to do whatever you want and love on yourself. And when you can come together and do that conflict together, you never know what could happen from that. Yeah. So we're going get... to get two places. We're going to get two places. You'll I'm, find out. I'm looking to you podcast listeners. Does anybody know somebody who owns an Airbnb in Arizona that needs a content creator to come jazz up their social media? Two content creators for the price of $0 and a free Airbnb stay. Thank you. <laughs> um, so client stories do you okay. have one for yes us? i have one i don't know if this is going to be how relevant this will be because i don't really know when this podcast will go live but right now my clients are in the process of figuring out what they're doing for black friday from the business perspective um and there's a lot of weird pressure as a business owner to participate in black friday in america obviously a huge capitalistic moment you can make lots and lots of money on a discounted something and so what my clients and I have actually been navigating is what they want out of Black Friday and if they even want to participate in it at all. Because like I said, there's so much pressure in the echo chamber that is the online service-based industry where people are like, you have to sell a course, discount your one-on-one -on -one coaching, yada, yada, yada. And so instead of just rushing into plans, my clients and I have really been sitting down and thinking like, do you want to do this? What do you want your Black Friday to look like? Do you want to, after Thanksgiving, do you want to be working um, on Cyber Monday? Do you want to be working? What does that look like for you? What value are you going to get out of discounting your services? Do you want to discount your services? Do you, like, do you, and the thing I think that we can get from this, if, even if you're not a business owner, is like, you don't have to do what everyone else is doing. You get to create the life that you want, just like not going out on a Friday night. Like that can be your thing. I have clients who are selling Black Friday offers. They have amazing marketing and launch plans. It's going to be so fun for them. I have people who are like, F that. I'm never discounting my service. You can pay me in full and I will be sleeping on Cyber Monday or buying things myself. And like, that's cool. You got to do whatever you want. I haven't even decided what I'm doing. So there's that too. <laughs> Wow, I've never thought of doing anything. <laughs> you don't have to. Why would you? It's so much work. It's so much work. Personally. Nah, I just want to vibe. I want That's to just me. So I might throw up a discount on like my courses, maybe bundle them together, but and send out an email. But, like that's real lazy girl marketing right there. Like that's all I got. Maybe I'll do like a discount on concept coaching. I mean, here's the thing too. Like, you know, everyone also is like, you I don't need care. to care. Right. They're like, you need to know by now. Like, maybe I'll know when I know if I'm going to do it. And maybe an idea will spark me the, the week before and I'll come up with something fascinating. But I'm not putting pressure on myself to come up with anything. And neither are my clients. They're like, if the ones who have ideas were like, let's go all in. The ones who are like, eh. I'm like, don't do it. If you're in it, is it really worth it to stress yourself out for it? You know? Yeah. Honestly, I don't think so. 
You know, if I think of something, maybe I'll do it, but probably not. Honestly, right? Like I that's the vibe. Enough. That's my whole vibe for the rest of the year. And I just want to stream cooking Thanksgiving. Cute. Not like cooking on Thanksgiving Day. Like I'm gonna do like all the like prep. there's many days of prep before, and so I'm gonna yeah. stream that. I don't know if I'm gonna do it on YouTube or TikTok or not TikTok. YouTube or Twitch though. I haven't decided. Fun. That's the battle that I'm in. If I'm gonna do streaming Sims on YouTube or Twitch, I'm thinking I think I'm gonna do YouTube. Yeah, because that's how you know. That's how you know. Um, no, because, like, if Adrian's very well-versed in the gamer community, and him and his friends are like, Twitch is, sucks, Twitch has gone downhill, YouTube gaming took over. Yes. So I'm just like, okay, I'm going on YouTube. You- and, like, you know, I'm already investing so much time into YouTube. Like, why would I also try to invest time growing another platform? No, thank you. Exactly. And I think... YouTube, we know, is here for the long term. Twitch has been having some issues lately, and they've been making some not great decisions. And so I think I'm just going to go YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, My client story uh, is about organization and finding a middle ground. So Mm -hmm. often with organizing and ADHD, we will try and buy all the stuff that we think we need to organize and everything and to be the best version. And then we get disappointed when we are not how it all things. It doesn't really work. You don't use it, whatever that may be. Um, and so on this client call, uh, I do this with clients. I love this is when they like, just take me around their place and like, help me, they're like, help me figure out this space. I don't understand. And so we were kind of talking, her bathroom is kind of small, a new apartment. She's like, you know, I want a place to like, you know, like put on my skincare and like makeup occasionally. And I, she doesn't wear makeup that much. And I was just like, okay. And she's like, so I'm thinking of getting like a whole vanity in this corner and everything. And I was like, okay, like what, where do you really see yourself? Like what is really the issue? And she's like, you know, like there's no place in the bathroom to hold all of the products. So now it's all in here in this closet. That's like outside of the bathroom and everything. And I was just like, do you really want to sit there and do that? She's like, well, I just, I just know it has to be outside of there. And that's just like what the normal thing is. And I was like, do you really want that? She's like, well, I don't know. And I was like, okay, so what do we know in this situation? She's like, you know, I think I need a mirror outside the bathroom. I'm like, okay, let's start. Like, do you want like a big mirror? Do you want like one that's on the wall do you want like a floor to like ceiling mirror like you're the giant one your office and everything she's like oh my gosh i've always wanted one of those like floor to ceiling mirrors and then i could sit on the floor i literally sit on the floor and i can just grab it like that yeah and i was like so do you want a vanity or do you just need a mirror and you just need that middle place you put that (laughs) stuff in the closet and you have you keep the stuff because you're on the floor lower to the ground. You don't put all the big bulk product there because that doesn't work for you. And she's like, yeah. Oh, okay. That's and so, so funny. it's just, I love helping my clients like design for them. Often we go right into it and we think we know what to do. And like, we use all the stuff that people tell us to do. And it's, it's not about doing that. It's about taking time and understanding how you want to use the space and designing around for how you function. I always tell clients, like, if there's a lot of mess accruing and they're getting annoyed with it, is like, why is the mess accruing there? And why is the system that you tried to create not working? And what do we need to create around the mess that's currently there? So good. Yes. So I just like doing that. And Ah, we did that with a client. That's so funny. Yeah, I literally have a floor length mirror that's like six feet 
six feet. It's huge. And it's in my office. I love sitting on the floor and doing my makeup in front of it. I think it's so fun. And even like, so when you move out, something, I'm so glad Adrian and I didn't buy a house and there's like a whole debate online of renting versus, you know, buying, um, because me and Adrian have learned so much about what we need out of a house and out of our spaces after we've been living in them. And so I think like, even it's good advice, like maybe don't go buy all the storage and organization stuff until you start to use your house and understand how you use your spaces. Like I know so much more about like, okay, when we get another place, Adrian's definitely going to need his own office, but in his office, I need a couch in there because I want to hang out with him, but I don't really want to do what he's doing. And I don't want my office to be in his office because I like to be alone, but sometimes I just want to be in the same room as him. So like, give me a little couch to hang out on. Like, so I'm not lonely, you know? Um, and it's so, that's so true. Like, what are you using spaces for? This whole episode comes down to both our client tips are do whatever you want, not what everyone else is doing. Cause only, you know what you need. Booyah. And just be confident in that. Like my entire life, I have, my mom has bought me many expensive vanities. I want that to be said. And I always ended up doing my makeup on the floor. My mom got really pissed. Um, But I was just like, it's just more fun. And I keep everything like in a little bag. It's all just in a little drop zone for myself. And it's just what's really comfortable for me. And it's very well organized because it's like, I go there every day. I keep it a little together. And it's just like, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. I don't I like it because it's grounding to do that. People with ADHD often like to sit on the floor. There's a whole thing called floor time. Floor Um, time. And I just like to do that. It's a grounding thing in the morning. And that's just what I'm going to do it every single day. And I'm not going to go against my brain and try to sit in that vanity and make myself uncomfortable when all I want to do is just sit on the floor. Dude, yes. Being confident in designing for yourself and not doing things the way a magazine might make you feel like you need to do things or other people is design for you. Yeah. Even with things like, I think it's even like you can look at a magazine and be like, oh, why don't I have that? Like Adrian and I don't have space for a dining table in our apartment. But if I thought about it, like we would never use it. We would never use it. We always sit at the breakfast bar or we eat on the couch. Like we're never going to sit at a table. Okay. The one thing I would sit on is a balcony. I'm manifesting a balcony when I move um, and I might stay in this building. But anyways, I want a balcony so bad. I would use that every day. I looked at rent prices. They're looking real good. Someone renewed their rent and it only went up $60 a month. And and there's a balcony available that's only 200 wrap around $200 more than we're paying right now if you do an 18 month lease and we're going to do a two year lease so i'm like i'm staying. but damn now you're stuck there for two years well we have to be in boston for two more years anyway because he graduates or he's like going to be in i thought he has one more year dose oh okay then this is a four-year program if i never have i don't to know move, why i thought it was three i'm gonna be so happy i never want to move my stuff it's so much work but you do have to move yourself out of that apartment into another one. Right. But that's like up a floor, you know, kind of vibes versus like. Oh, it's on the fourth floor? I think so. Well, I don't know if it'll be available. It's This one's available like in December or January. So we'll have to see what's available in April. I guess I could try to move. Which one's available? What? I don't remember. I think it's on the fourth floor though. Or the fifth floor? I can't remember. Fourth floor. Maybe fourth. It's not. It doesn't have a den. It's just a two bedroom. Oh, you're living in the one that, um, fuck, what's their name? Penny's parents live in. That would be that. Right. That so corner, it's on the yeah. corner that, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cause she was like, oh yeah, you have the two bedroom in den. And I was like, yeah, you have it too. It's the corner apartment. She was like, no, the back ones are just two bedroom. And I was like, oh, they are weird layouts though. I've been in Penny's apartment. apartment. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. And like anything we'll can happen in 
by April. That's like six months away. So we'll see. Anyways, well, Damn. thank you all for listening to this fun little episode and listening to us do things with tarot cards because who knows what episodes we'll bring, but I think it's so fun when we do it that way. Anyways, please buy it. If what? you do have episodes and stuff for us to talk about, oh, please give us um, let us know because we will do that. But this is just some way that like we don't have to do it and there's no pressure and we like coming up with things on the spot. So yeah, it challenges our little ADHD brains. But yeah, um, like message us on Instagram or TikTok and tell us what episodes that you want to hear next, what questions that you have that we can answer. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a review. Leave us a review. I repeat, leave us a review my guys maybe next episode we can talk about like a, a giveaway for people who leave reviews we'll do that next time um something like that but yeah that's it this was so fun we'll see you next week yeah, yeah? all right yeah bye, bye.